Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey guys, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. How is everyone doing? We are here today checking in from across the pond with Simon Watterson. How are you? I'm good. How are you? And I should say of Simon Watterson performance, trainer. I, I, I call you a celebrity trainer, stylist. How do you refer to yourself? You don't like the word celebrity. You don't like the word trainer. Oh, I think, I don't know. I'm not too sure. Performance, I think I prefer. Performance coach. That's because a good then, way to put it. Because then that kind of encompasses kind of a little bit of everything, right? A little bit of a little bit of nutrition, a little bit of kind of like lifestyle, a little bit of fitness. So just managing all those aspects. And I think people need a lot of those aspects right about now. Like, how are you doing with quarantine? Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough, but, um, you know, you just having to live through it and also as well, you know, improvise and adapt and overcome. They're kind of like those three, those three kind of like tag words are always quite good. And, um, yeah, I, and I do, you know what, David, I think diversity, we, we're being forced into a kind of like a, a diversity that we've never been forced into before. And, you know, despite any, you know, despite everything that's kind of like happening, we do as humans, we do kind of like, you know, we evolve and we kind of like, um, and, and we do adapt and we, we will get through it. And hopefully there will be some positive, maybe that comes out of it the other side, maybe kind of like some that will all be a little bit more caring and courteous and harmonious and, you know, with each other. What do you think? I, th- I think so. Right. I mean, 
I I don't know. You know, like if you get online and you start looking at certain people's accounts and there's still that snarkiness going on. I mean, I did think the same that you thought five weeks ago that like perhaps this will shape the world differently. And I think it will. But there's a lot of online crap that's still going on that I've seen. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of a reset. I think, you know, like a a human reset. And it's, uh, I don't know, you can look at it so many different ways that, you know, the world is kind of like just giving us a bit of a bit of a, a kick up the ass ourselves and kind of like, listen, start looking after each other, start looking after, you know, start looking after the world. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's just tough. But again, everyone has their own individual kind of like opinions and will look at it in their own individual way. And like I said, like, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's catastrophic kind of like what's going on. And we, you know, we've never kind of like, um, we've never kind of like been through anything like this before, but again, I don't know. I'm, I like to try and draw positives out of almost like everything. Yeah. Um, but this is a tough one to draw a positive out of. It, it, I agree. I mean, I try to look at the positive for everything too. You know, I mean, I think the only thing I can think of is kind of like what you said that maybe this is a reset and it's a way of the world telling us like we're too into our phones and too into social media. And when this is over, maybe we will appreciate sitting next to the person or across from the person that we're with and we won't be buried in our phones. And it's like a way of saying like, just focus on the here and now and don't worry about tomorrow when you're out living your life again. Yeah, completely. And I think we'll all, we all will then appreciate, you know, what, what we kind of like, what we kind of like had and then we will have again. So that kind of like that freedom. And um, because, you know, it, it, it kind of like now everybody is kind of like with the, the lockdown and kind of like um, being quarantined. We now know what it feels like to not have that freedom. So maybe that we will appreciate when we get it back, we'll appreciate it a little bit more. I think so. Now you are quarantined. Like, where are you? Like, are you like right in the heart of London? No, I'm on the outskirts. So I'm okay. like... I'm I'm kind of like an hour, like uh, an hour and an hour and a bit out of London, bit more, bit more kind of like countryside. So um, yeah, it, it, it's it's a it's not it's not any easier, but by, by kind of like no no stretch of the imagination, and we're kind of like we're all and it's and it's very quiet, and um, you know we're all trying to find that little bit of interaction some way, and as you as you as you can see by the online stuff, the amount of kind of like, you know home workouts and, and trying to kind of just just keep you know just keeping engaged and keeping um active and trying to kind of like communicate with each other different forms different mediums but again i think kind of like the biggest thing is that we have to keep ourselves kind of like stimulated that's the biggest yeah thing. now where are you from originally are you from that area originally or no i'm quite northern i'm i'm, I'm the north so um, my, where my kind of like um, where my parents and my family are from, a little bit more, um, yeah, a little bit further, kind of like north, not too far, two or three hours. And um, but I've been and then and then for me, it was um, I mean, I left I left up north and then I kind of like then it was military. So I was military for seven years, like oh, down, wow. down in the south. So. And then how did you get into what you do now? Like, was that like the military? Was that that influence or just kind of with helping people with all aspects of their life, like training and fitness? Yeah, um, I think the military played a big part in it. And then I kind of felt like I'd done everything I wanted to do in the military. And um, I was always into kind of like the, you know, all the, 
the fitness and physical aspects of it all and it gives you kind of like you know it builds great foundations the military for kind of like your um everything your, your, your structure your mentality gives you gives you a good good kind of like focus and then then I kind of like left and um and then I went to London and then in London I tried to kind of like find my feet in London and um tried to maintain a bit of a military philosophy around the kind of like area that I was kind of like living in, lived in student accommodation, went there, you know, went to the local printers, personal trainer available, did all my courses and then, and then really started from there and picked up, you know, picked up kind of like clients like on the way. And that's where I kind of like, um, you know, cut my teeth and learned my craft maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In, in, in central London. And then when did it kind of start taking off? I mean, we'll get into the whole Daniel Craig thing. Was that kind of like your first big break or was it just were you and when did that happen? Or did you have a lot of things before that? I worked. Yeah, I worked quite a lot in, in that London, that London circuit. So I was I was very kind of like I used, you know, you know, the parks were my gym. And um, and this like going back like quite quite a quite a bit now to you know like um the end of the 90s early 2000s and um kind of like picking up kind of like clients like uh, along the way and um different diverse clients and and from you know a lot of the sets of you know different people um in london so quite um from you know the uber wealthy down to kind of like you know those that were kind of like putting money together and all doing a circuit in the park together from different kind of like, um, like fashion houses and different like magazines and different, um, all different kind of like walks of life. And the, um, and then the, the film stuff came, um, purely by a little bit of chance, a little bit of luck, right place, right time, writing the right things for the right magazines about military kind of like, um, the whole military kind of like, um, philosophy on fitness. And it suited, uh, suited like a lot of kind of I think the um the studios kind of like um philosophy on that and um I managed to um and I got um a call one day to go for an interview and that's kind of like where it started what is the military philosophy on fitness well I don't I, well it, it's a tough it's a tough one now I think it's probably evolved a little bit since kind of like my time a little bit but it was you know, it was like <laughs> it was break you down and then build you back up to kind of like to think and react and be as fit to do the job that they're going to actually ask you to be able to do. Um, as far as the fitness goes, it was it was almost like last man standing. It's brutal. And um, yeah, that 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 kind of like that's not something that I implement kind of like nowadays, but. I do have a I do kind of like still have a little bit of that mentality, but their philosophy is very much kind of like down to um, a, little, a lot of a lot of structure and you're doing different things, different parts of the day. So you be from carrying equipment to kind of then like the normal kind of like learning kind of like how to kind of like um, swim, learning how to climb, learning how to, um, you know, how to look after yourself. So it, it, it kind of like it does then have a spillover into everyday life and it does help you immensely I feel.
I'll admit it, as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. And I could see the studios liking that and relating to that if they hire someone for a part. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, studios and and films and, as you know, work very much to a a similar kind of like philosophy. And that's that's the big thing. That's why it was easy for me, because I've been in that kind of environment of um, of the structure. Everybody's got a particular job. You can't be late. One person can't work without another person. So and that's pretty much how it, how like like you would know it works within the kind of like the TV and the entertainment industry that everybody has everybody every cog in the wheel has a particular job and if that person isn't there then that wheel doesn't turn and it's very very you know so you're very very reliant on everybody so you you get you get kind of like quite um you get a lot of bonding a lot of camaraderie and um yeah and a lot of fun that's nice. And then, so you mentioned you got a call. So how did this call come in? You were just minding your own business and someone called and said, I'm calling on behalf of Daniel Craig. Um, it was a little bit, a lot, a lot before that. So before that kind of like, um, before I did that, I actually, um, I did, um, I did a couple of films. Uh, my first film was, it was a, was a Bond movie, um, with, uh, with Pierce. So yeah. Which quite, um, yeah. Which, so it was, and that's, that's going back like uh, a little bit. And I managed to, um, yeah, I, managed, I came in for an interview like everyone else. I, I, had, I had a few connections and I'd worked with some, some people within that kind of like, um, within that kind of like production environment. And um, they, they thought that I could um, help. And, you know, and help is, a, you know, manage, I suppose. Help kind of like manage and, you know, keep someone kind of like fit, healthy, um, Great energy is, is kind of like the main the main thing that you're always looking for. Kind of like when you're working on films, is, is the energy. And uh, yeah, and I went in for the interview, and I got yeah. And he asked me if I'd like to kind of like work with him for the next six months, and I and I agreed. And I thought I thought it'd be a, you know it's a great opportunity. Was the interview with Pierce himself? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes, and and for me well, that was quite um, quite daunting anyway because. Um, I'd actually left the military and then the first film that I was kind of like looking at was someone with, um, you know, somebody in the military. So it, it made, no, it made, no, it made absolute perfect sense to me. And hopefully that, you know, any of my kind of like, you know, limited kind of like knowledge would, um, would be able to kind of like help him as well. 
And was that your first time kind of around someone, you know, like in the public eye, like Pierce Brosnan, you know, it's like a big name. Yeah. Yeah. It, I kind of, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I, I, I didn't kind of like go in kind of like, um, um, I didn't kind of like going very, um, yeah, just, just kind of like going in on a minor, minor, on a minor kind of aspect. I went almost like, you know, straight to the top. Right. But, but it, it, you know, you, you, you're still doing the same job. It's just a different person. You know, you're still kind of like, you're still kind of, you've still got the same philosophy. You're still implementing the same protocols. You know, you're very much kind of like, you're still doing, you're just dealing with a human, a human being. And that's the way you've got to look at it. You can't, it can't ever be kind of like, oh my God, it's like, you know, because, because then you wouldn't do your job properly. You would right. either in awe of the person or you can't, you know, so you've just got to get like your job. You just got to get the job done. And and also at the end of the day, you know, there's a little bit kind of like, you know, you, you, you want to protect your own reputation as well. So you want to build a reputation and you can't let, you can't let someone else destroy it on your behalf. So right. I have to be quite strict and quite militant and, you know, because I want to do the best job that I possibly can. Was any part of you starstruck when you went in the first time? Like, okay. I don't think I ever, I don't think I'd ever, like, I don't ever think I ever like thought of it like that. I just kind of like, I was, I was very much like, you know, it's a job, it's a job interview. You mean, this is the person that's interviewing me. You know, I knew kind of like who it was. And, but again, even if, even if I was remotely kind of like starstruck, I would never kind of like show it. Right. Kind of like, because I have to, I have to then make sure that they've got confidence in me. And that's what, that's the most important thing that they've got confidence in my ability. Right. And I mean, I wonder, do you think a lot of people in your position I mean, is that kind of the general consensus in your profession? Or, I mean, do some people, because I could see some people, depending upon who they're working for, you know, could get pushed around. You know, maybe not you, maybe not a lot of people. But, you know, like you've heard of instances where like a celebrity, you know, of some stature just kind of walks all over the person-ish. Yeah, I, I suppose so. I, and, I mean, it hasn't happened to me personally, but. It pro- probably, you know, and, and everyone has an off day. Everyone kind of like is, um, you know, you know, what's, but for me, I just want to be on my A game the whole time. I don't, I don't stand for any kind of like any crap with, with, with things like that. And I would never suggest anything that's never like unreasonable. So I think as long as you're really confident in your own ability and everything that you're trying to implement is for the good of the person, then there can't be ever any comeback. Because it's always, it's always, you know, right. the, the best thing for them. You know, you're not right. doing it for the, for, your, for the sake of yourself. That's true. And how do you go from that to Daniel Craig? Um, a few movies in between. So, and then, you know, that franchise, obviously, I obviously, um, you know, made an impression on them. And, you know, I, I kept it very, you know, very kind of like, strict and and very kind of um very focused very professional and that's the way that you've you know you've, you've got to enter into this business um and when they changed obviously when they changed the um the actor then i was lucky enough to kind of like then kind of like um be taken be taken on as well and kind of like be asked to kind of like go out and like meet with um with um with daniel and then um you know come up with a a similar kind of like protocol to suit him to get him through the brutality of the movies that he kind of like he he kind of like does 
And were you were you full time like with Pierce and the movie and like the set and like all that that time or were you, you know, working with like mere mortal civilians at the same time? Yeah, I always I mean, no, I would never say mere mortal <laughs> civilians, but, I but kind of like, yes, I mean, I like to keep my hand in with, you know, multiple things, because at the end of the day, it's still for me, I am uh, I'm learning from people. And that's that's the way that you learn as a trainer, as a nutritionist, as kind of ever anything to do with lifestyle. You're you're um, you're learning from um, from the people that you're working with. So to kind of like just put yourself with one person is is quite tough. But but it does actually start to become a little bit more like that because, um, you know, you're trying to kind of like um, you're trying to get someone like a professional athlete, like through through a, a brutal kind of like um, movie, which is, you know, very long hours and um, very kind of like athletic, very aesthetic, um, very kind of like um, mentally heavy. So a lot of kind of like um, a lot of mentality and, and heavy levels of kind of like concentration. So you're trying to kind of like make sure that that is um, all the things that they don't need to concentrate on that you're taking responsibility for. And it just takes that responsibility like off their shoulders and that right. someone, someone's got their back and someone's kind of like, you know, making sure that, you know, that they get in the right, the right amounts of kind of like nutrition, kind of like when they need it. And then actually a lot of the time being told when not to train and, and when to kind of like relax and then when to have like um, an athlete's nap and all those kind of things. So basically, yeah, you start to kind of like manage someone on a more of an individual, uh, more of an individual basis. That makes sense. And then when you transitioned to act, you know, when the actor transitioned, you went to Daniel Craig. How was that? I mean, did you have to go for another interview? Um, not really an interview. I think it's kind of like more of a, you know, a meet, a meet and agree over a beer. Like a, a chemistry test. Yes. Yeah, I think so. You know, I think kind of like, you know, when you've got to spend a, a great deal of time with, with a person, you, you know, you've got to get on. You know, you've got to you've got to you've got to kind of like um, you've got to become, you know, friends as well as kind of like, you know, but there is business as well. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, and you have to be able to distinguish between those kind of like the two things, but it wasn't a really um, an interview. It was more, like you said, more of a kind of like, are we going to get on beer? Right. And then you guys got on. And then the next thing you know, you were training him for pretty much every movie that he's done since yeah. in the Bond franchise. Yeah. And and that's the, that's the way it's kind of like worked. And, and, you know, it's a long it's a long kind of like process, like making those making those kind of like movies. You work a long time in advance. So you spend like a lot of time kind of like training, preparing um and then kind of like then get into the actual movie and then you're in you're in production and that's when you're maintaining and you're just literally just you know just trying to be in the preventative mode you're trying to kind of like not get ill not get injured and have the most and have the maximum energy that makes sense and then 
did you, I mean, was that kind of the changing point in your career, like Daniel Craig or no, it was more like Pierce and your career was like booming. Like when did your career kind of take off? Like, was it more like Dan? Cause I mean, you know, I've heard, I mean, I think there's been a lot of fanfare around you training Daniel. Yeah. I think kind of like, um, as well, as far as like career taking off, I think it was more, it wasn't maybe like my, my kind of like career. I think the, um, the actual film business in general kind of like took off with the more um, aesthetic, athletic-based characters. So then as those athletic and aesthetic-based characters become more prevalent, then the more demand there is for people like me. Because you've got the Marvel Universe, you've got the DC Universe, Star Wars, Bond, The Bourne, The Mission Impossibles, the kind of like all those really, really kind of like um, athletic movies. So where people like me become more and more and more important. So it wasn't maybe because my career was taking off. It was because the film business was just becoming more demanding on people like myself. That's a good point. Were you a fan of these type of movies before? Are you like a rom-com? Like what type of movies do you like? Oh, I'm a massive, I'm a huge kind of like Bond fan as well as kind of like, you know, as well as working with on, on those movies. I'm a huge fan as well. And you know, and all those other movies within that kind of genre as well, you know, looking at the Bournes and the Missions Impossibles and Fast and Furious, you know, I kind of like, um, yeah, I, I'm a, you know, like all those kind of like um, action based movies. And then and then also as well, you know, I was I mean, it, it's evolved since the, 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 the days of like, you know, we've come on quite a while now since the John Cord Van Dams and the Arnold Schwarzeneggers and the Stallones, who I think they were the people that kind of like brought that athletic and that big aesthetic to the screen. But now, God, the, the, um, the, you know, the actors working on a lot of these um, action movies, they are just, you know, they are, they are honed, absolute honed athletes, you know, and they're meticulous in their preparation. So it's, um, it's great for, for people like me who, who love being around kind of like um, athletes and actors. I couldn't be in a better place. Yeah, I mean, and this really isn't necessarily what you set out for, per se, you know, when you decided this career. No, and I don't think it is for anybody, right? I don't mean, I, I never, you know, I don't think anyone kind of like has a, an absolute um, 100% career path. And, um, you know, we all we all kind of like um, diverse and we dip into other things and, and we find that, you know, we find like the path ourselves. And, you know, I just happen to be, you know, um, working on lots of kind of like um, lots of kind of like different movies of different genres, and like I said before, it, it's really that where you where I'm learning is is a diversity of, of person because then that kind of like then taxes me because everybody has a different requirement. So when I get like an actor, I have to go off. I've got to do my research. I've got to look at them. I've got to look at the new science available. I've got to look at kind of like the motivation the person's going to need. I've got to break down the script. I've got to look at the athletic um, element. I've got to look at the aesthetic element. So it's just a really, it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic way of kind of like, um, you know, challenging, challenging myself all the time. Right. And I guess like to your point, it's a different type of training. Like certain people need to put on weight. Certain people need to build muscle. Certain people need more of like a lean look for that character. So like, I guess that's a whole nother element to your point of it. Completely. Yeah. And, and it is challenging. And that's kind of like, like I said, like I said before, that, that, that's the great thing, that diversity of it all. And, um, and having to kind of like, um, figure out how I'm going to get from A to B 
and and how long is it going to take and and using different protocols and and trying to kind of like um and, and figuring like a lot of it out and but i think also as well that 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 kind of like applies to everybody you know we're all kind of like on our own kind of like journey and we're all at different stages of our lives we we want to maybe like um look a certain way you know and then and then we'll look at then we want to look a completely different we want to look completely differently at another point in our lives yeah and the, and the way we we look the way we kind of like um the way we kind of like think the way we feel our mental health it's always different along the way and then you find you know you find that kind of like that balance and you learn very quickly kind of like what works what doesn't work what's a fad kind of like what's just kind of like and then you find out what works for you hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And I think that's the most important thing. I and mean, it's just a massive thing of, you know, oh, it's, it's, it's such a, you know, being the best version of yourself, which is what everyone kind of like, what everyone kind of like is now kind of like saying, and that's what that's where you've got to be with like a lot of things, being comfortable, but having the I think that wellness mentality is so important, and not just completely kind of like concentrating on the just the aesthetic the whole time. Right, like it's mind, it's your mind as well. Yeah, that's where you're going to be. That's where you're you're going to be at peace with yourself definitely and um you know the way that you actually um the way that you actually feel is not necessarily the way that you actually look and if you feel great nine times out of ten you're gonna you're gonna look kind of like great as well that's true i mean do you get involved in like to your point the scripts too like i mean do they actually give you the script and like want you to understand the character does it go that far completely yeah and you know with uh, with different movies you know you get given elements of the script uh, you know i don't think you you ever kind of like get the full script um but yeah and because that's just important as far as kind of like structure and timing goes so um you need to be able to like work out whether there's a particular kind of like scene that comes in three months time and it's a it's a sprinting scene it's over a car bonnet it's like then you're on the floor then you're up off the floor and then you're sprinting down the street then you're turning corners we can condition that. I can condition that kind of like um, um, in um, in my gym. And if we can condition that three or four weeks out, then when it comes to the day of the races, it, it becomes um, it becomes a lot easier because of that whole thing that the whole thing of like you kind of like you know we sit and we pay our money and we sit and watch um, an amazing movie and we see that scene once. And what what we kind of like don't see behind the scenes is that that actor could probably have been working on that scene for days and days and days. And so you have to have the fitness and the capability to be able to kind of like do that. Right. Do you see a trend in like people like Daniel Craig or just actors in general? Like, do they want to do more of their own stunts now? I mean, is that something you see? I think so. Yeah. I think, I think capability and um, you know, is, is, um, is the biggest thing is that, you know, if someone feels kind of like capable and confident, and and safe that they can kind of like um that they can kind of like um do that do a particular kind of like um sequence then yeah because i think that's uh, i think for that's the fun part right 
that's the part that's kind of like quite kind of like fun. I don't know for for everybody, but um, maybe being on a wire, a hundred foot in the air, and and falling off a building. I don't know whether it's fun for everyone, but um, for a lot of people, it's it's a it's just something that. Why would you play like um, an action hero or a character like that if you didn't want to kind of like if you didn't want to kind of like consume that character and actually do those things? Yeah, no, I mean that's true. And now, so you work in the Marvel, like, are you involved in like the Marvel universe and the DC universe? You've done a lot of that too. I've done a little bit, yeah. So I've worked on. I mean, I did. I mean, and the, the nice thing is, is what 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 I've what I've you know been very fortunate and lucky enough to do is. Um, I enjoyed. I worked on the first Captain America, which was which was absolutely, you know, again a really um, a very kind of a, quite stressful. It's a stressful thing because um, you know you're given a, a particular brief of a character that has to look and perform a certain way. Um, that character is taken out of a comic book. Now to take that comic book, um, the physicality of looking at that and then implementing it onto a human is 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 quite a different. It's quite a different kind of like, um, yeah, quite a different job. Yeah. But it, it, it's, t- it's tough. So, and we, we look at those comic book characters and they look a certain way. And within that kind of like universe, you have to try and make that person look that particular way and perform that particular way as well. And Captain America, like I said, like I was saying, is, was, a, was a good kind of like um, a great job for me. I really, really kind of like, I really enjoyed it because it was the first one and there was a huge seismic kind of like shift of kind of like as the character started off as kind of like that that very kind of like live character not being capable of doing everything and then molds into and comes out of the kind of like of the pod as Captain America so that was the big that was the big kind of like transition and for me it was a big big transformation how do you go about approaching something like that like where there's such a big transformation yeah, the same. You, you know, you've got to be. You, you're looking. You're looking at the person. You've got to. You've got to be really kind of like. Um, you know, you have to manage expectation, because you know you, you're going to get given a. You're going to get given a. Um, whether it's a kind of like um, a print, a photograph, an image of something that the kind of like that that people kind of like want, um, and then you go off and you start to do the periodization, which is the which is the um, you know the the part of trying to like work back of a particular shot and um and try and kind of like then make that person look a particular way and you know you have to do your your checks along the way and you're kind of like you're making sure you know putting on muscle mass and then kind of like body fat's coming down and then athleticism is going up and then i have to tweak i have to tweak and look at all the nutritional aspects as well as kind of like keeping kind of like chris kind of like um you know healthy and his his kind of like well-being because you know, during a transformation kind of like that, you know, it, it's mentally very, very taxing. And also as well, you've got to be really considerate that the person's got to work. The person's got to be able to kind of like deliver lines, you know, kind of like be in the right place at the right time and, and all those kind of things. You can't be kind of like, you know, you can't be in, on a, a complete depletion diet or like nutrition plan because you just want to get through the day. You'd be absolutely exhausted. Yeah. And then... I mean, you don't have to mention any names because I know you're know you're not going to spill any information. But you know, with all these people like Chris and like Daniel and all these other people you've worked with, you know, have you ever worked with someone where into it you're just like, I'm going to do my job 
but oh God, get me out of here. This person, the like the ego, they think they're a movie star. I mean, they are a movie star, but they think it and like just you're insufferable. Get me the hell out of here. But I'm going to do my job. Yeah. And you always, yes. And you always do your job to, to, um, you know, to a hundred percent of what you're capable of doing. And I mean, I, I just don't put up with any, I mean, there's no point. I mean, I, it's just, there's just no point in putting up with that, to be honest. And the nice thing, to be honest, David, in that, in my position is that, dare I say, it, is that kind of like, you know, if it does come to, if it does come to that, that they probably need me a little bit more than I need them. Because they're they're the ones that are going to have to be managed through, and and if they're in an insufferable place, which you know you, you can get to that place if if you're if you're portraying maybe a, a character that is kind of like maybe a little bit leaner and a bit more uncomfortable than your norm, and your that like um, as as a human or as the person is in in their normal in their normal sense of just um, you know how how their body is on a day-to-day basis, if they're in their, they're not in their comfort zone physically, then they're not going to be in their comfort zone mentally. And you, I'm always very much like, look, I know they're in like, uh, hungry. So the, the, there's that part, there's that kind of like part of it. But I'm, I'm very, I'm very kind of like considerate to that. They're maybe a little bit out of their comfort zone, but egos and, and all those, it, it doesn't matter. You've, you've just got to kind of like, you just kind of like got to get, you just got to like get on with a job and like plow kind of like through it. And all those things wash over you. And, and it's absolutely fine because like you, like you well know, one person can be, um, you know, very difficult one minute and then an absolute angel the next minute. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it is, it is, it is like that. And you, and, and that's, that's where you've got to be. And that's what makes trainers really, really good is that you, you adapt, you adapt your environment. And you smile, you nod and agree, but then you implement what you need to implement and you get the job done. And like to your point, they may need you more than you need them because there's a ton of money on the line for them. I mean, they've been paid a huge salary to do a job, which they have to do. I mean, they're under contract to do it, so they're going to have to deliver. Yeah, completely. And, you know, you've got to, you know, and 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 I've always found that the the people that, who are perceived to be difficult are actually not being difficult. They're just trying to kind of like always do the best they can for the job and make whatever they're doing better. But they might not be able to express themselves in a way that kind of like everyone can relate to. And that's, that's the thing, but I've never really found people have, you know, people kind of like really do, you know, they can fly off the handle at certain things only, like I said, only because they just want things done the best possible way and to showcase their skills in the best possible way. And maybe someone else just ain't getting it. Right. And is all your work related to like the studios, like being hired by like a production or do you train like high profile, you know, and work with high profile people like from nutrition and health, like in the private sector, like they're just a public figure, but it's not for a movie. They're just like, Oh, look what you did for Chris and Daniel. Now we want you. Like, is that a lot of your business? Yeah, I do. I do like like bits like that. But like I said, that's the diversity that I really enjoy. And that's where I kind of that's where I learn. And I kind of like and then I flourish. And if you have to, you know, to work with maybe kind of like more of an athlete in, a, in an athletic environment or a team, then you're you're I'm literally just then kind of like um, learning and gathering information 
and making myself like a, a better trainer. But then to be able to then maybe go back within to kind of like the entertainment and film industry and implement all that knowledge and make it like, um, because all we're looking for, to be honest, David, in a lot of ways, I think um, relevance and efficiency. I think that's, that's efficiency is what we're kind of like, um, what everybody is just um, trying to get to, um, to do the minimum amount for the maximum effect. And yeah. That, that's really like, that kind of like um, encompasses kind of like everybody. Kind of. I mean, everybody wants to look as good as possible and feel as good as possible and not really do much work. <laughs> exactly. So if I can find the most efficient kind of route to that, then I'm kind of like doing my job. If I can find, you know, the one minute a day workout where you look an absolute million dollars, everybody's going to buy the program, right? A hundred percent. Sign yeah, me up. I don't have that program, by the way. I was like, sign me up right now. I mean, that sounds great to me. What is like the hardest thing, you know, no matter who you're working with, like in your job, like what's like the biggest challenge or roadblock? Like, is it just people, I don't know, showing up late, not wanting to be there? Is it more of like the nutritional aspect? Like, I just want to cheat tonight and eat like a freaking five hamburgers. Like what's, what's the hardest challenge that you find? Time. Time. Everyone's under a time constraint. We're all so busy. We always haven't got time to kind of like, it's trying to like make, you know, make, um, make your well-being a priority because it's just, it's just important. And that's, what's going to give you like your, your energy. And that's, what's kind of like going to, you know, give you your performance. But I think kind of like, um, the biggest thing is, like I said before, is finding the most efficient program to suit the person that is relevant and that they have the time to do it. And that's the biggest yeah. thing. Everybody, we're just all so busy, like in general. And then when we kind of like look at, you know, whether it's a, a movie star or, or anyone in kind of high profile business or anything like that, we're, that, now they're working in so many different time zones. So if you're filming in the UK, you, you know, you're working kind of like, um, you know, um, 10, kind of like 12 hour day. And then all of a sudden you kind of like, you know, then you, then your, maybe your family's then in New York, maybe you're kind of like your, your agent, your manager, someone that wants to kind of like you to do another movie is then like in Los Angeles. Right. So you're working in many, many kind of like time, they're working in many, many time zones as well. And I think kind of like my biggest challenge is getting people to kind of like to recover correctly. And that's the biggest challenge. It's kind of like do the work, but then recover. Because then the next day you're going to have to go again. And recover how? Just sleep, basically? Yeah, all, the, yeah, all them, all those, yeah, you, you're exactly right. All the, I mean, the biggest, the most important thing for all of us is kind of like sleep. It's like good quality sleep, good quality, like, um, like nutrition. Kind of like if you, if you're kind of like, if you're struggling to kind of like with time to kind of like to like, then look at kind of like, you know, maybe kind of like good supplementation. So getting, you know, making sure that, you know, you're fully fueled. Um, trying to get, if possible, using treatment techniques. So, you know, if, if you're in a very privileged position and you can use all those treatment techniques of like from an osteopath to a chiropractor to all those things, and they can like help you for kind of like half an hour, you need to implement a few of those like little things. Um, thinking about kind of like having quality naps, also um, making sure you've got a great kind of like um, recovery kind of like session with like your stretching and your rolling and your trigger pointing. Um, so many things on the market now, all these like 
all these great kind of like percussion tools now where we can get, use like vibration to kind of like help kind of like um help kind of like um um recover like um, muscle tissue and create blood flow and and also as well the other side of the other side of it as well the flip side of it like we talked about before just giving yourself five minutes to just sit down decompress check yourself mentally as well as physically it is just kind of like just check yourself kind of like you know um that you feel kind of like you feel like great up here and that you've got all your ducks in a row and you know what you're kind of like doing. I think it's such an important thing that we kind of like, it's part of your routine. And we all kind of like forget about that. That mentality is part of your fitness routine. You think five minutes a day, you should at least just do that and check in with yeah. yourself. Completely. And, you know, and just, and just kind of like decompress, sit wherever in a quiet place. Like um, think about either what you're about to do or what you've actually done and then you know and it's it doesn't have to be kind of like tagged as meditation it's just basically it's just a five minute checklist of kind of like that you're feeling kind of like in a really kind of like good place that makes sense and as far as because you mentioned sleep what is your what is the ideal amount of sleep that one should get just curious I think every, I think everybody is so different. I think everybody is kind of like so different. But I, you know, the thing is, it's 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 the quality of sleep that you're kind of like getting. So creating a great environment for yourself, making sure that you know you you, you know whether whether whatever ever like makes you kind of like have like quality sleep, and that might be kind of like that kind of like it might be kind of like music. It might be kind of like an extra darkened room. It might be kind of like it might be kind of like the, the your bed linen, whatever whatever it kind of like takes to get kind of like a good. I mean, I'm. Um, Four to six hours of quality sleep is, is I think everyone's kind of like in a good place with that. I mean, and and the other thing as well is is like not to oversleep. You know, oversleeping is kind of like the um the the, the other thing as well. Because I don't know about you, but if I oversleep, I, it makes me feel terrible all day. Yeah, I'm kind of. I mean, I hardly ever oversleep, and then when I do, yeah, I mean, it's um off my game. I do. Naps are great for me. I mean, I sleep better during a nap than I do at night. That's just me. But yeah, I, oh, when I oversleep, it's not so great. What about, well, I was going to ask you also, what about, you know, from someone who loves their vodka, what about people that you are training? Like, how does alcohol, I mean, is that a big issue with people that you train where they're just like, I just want to go out and drink? And like, what are your feelings on alcohol? I mean, I don't have any rules. I don't put any rules down to have no, no kind of like, I never get rid of any kind of like food groups. I never get kind of like get rid of any, everything is on the table because I think that people will make good informed choices. Um, the fitter they get, the more athletic they get. People just start to kind of like gravitate into, um, into kind of like not drinking so much anyway, or I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know. I mean, for me personally, you know, when I'm on a more of a, a rigid, like, um, regime, I don't gravitate towards alcohol that much because I am prioritizing what I'm kind of like, maybe like doing the next day, but for maybe alcohol for a form of, of escapism is kind of like great. But to be honest, the fitter you get, the less alcohol you need to get the desired effect of what you want to get from alcohol. And it's how you kind of like maybe take it in, in whatever, in whatever situation. And 
you're never going to get away from it because, you know, you're going to have friends and families and there's going to be gatherings where, you know, there's going to be a bottle of wine on the table or there's going to be, you know, there's going to be a, um, an event that you're kind of like celebrating. Then you're never going to like get away from kind of like that. And you just don't want to be that person in the room of kind of like going, no, 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 no. I, I don't want to do that because I'm doing this because, you know, then all your friends and family then become your enemy. And they say, oh, you've changed. You're in a different. It's like, well, no. So I think kind of like I never take anything off the table. But I do think that we just kind of like we do make better informed choices, the fitter and the healthier we get anyway. Yeah, that's true. And I guess if you're working like to your point, if you're working all the time and you're in a bunch of different time zones, I'm sure the last thing you want to do during a movie shoot when you're exhausted is have a drink. You just probably want to go to sleep because you have to wake up at the crack of dawn. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And also as well, it's like I say, it's, it's a time constraint. I don't think you kind of like got even time to kind of like think about that. It's, you know, by the time you've kind of like you've finished the day's kind of like work and then you've kind of like, um, you know, you've been in a maybe a workout or a, a cool down situation where, you know, it's been quite maybe a quite a heavy action day. And then we kind of like go into like a big like um, cool down with stretching and um, and all the rest of it that kind of like goes with that whole recovery session. Um, and then making sure well hydrated, fueled, and then sleep. And then after sleep, we're basically, um, we're basically into the next day. Is there someone that you like, who's on your wish list? you know, whether it's for a movie or just like in their personal life, not even like in your geographic location, they could live in LA, New York. Like, do you have like a wish list, like a man or woman of like, I'd love to get my hands on them and just train them and give them nutritional advice and just work with them? Not really. <laughs> I don't really have a wish list, but um, I think I, I really, I, I think probably because a lot of the people that I kind of like would have a, a wish list for is would, I wouldn't be able to even help them anyway because they're being given such amazing advice and or they, they're kind of like they're they're very kind of like um structured and they're, they're very disciplined themselves anyway you know and you look at you know you look at all the you look at you know all, all the all the big like from the rock and then you know who you know i don't even think maybe kind of like um he has a kind of like he would have he, he's so kind of like clued up of, and so efficient with his own program he probably anybody kind of like coming in to try and change it would be kind of like would be an absolute nightmare for him yeah um, yeah so I think not really, not really kind of like um, a wish list, no. But um, anyone that I particularly like would love to kind of like work with is I, I kind of like like people who have kind of like maybe not had the experience of having somebody um, structure things for them. So it, it's, it's more like a new person, um, a new actor who's kind of like going, you know, going to play a, a brand new character somewhere. And, um, you know, and it's really, really physical. They're the, they're the things that are kind of like the most appealing to me when you're doing something for the first time. Like when I did like the first time, like for Daniel for Casino Royale, like I did like the first time with, um, you know, with Captain America, um, which, which was which was another kind of like great kind of like, you know, first time we've seen that character. First time, first time the, um, the Marvel Universe has kind of like been seen. I like the thing. I like things like that. They're, they're my kind of like favorite transformations. That makes sense. Or like an actor who isn't really big and bulky and has played like different roles and is now, you know, because of that, I mean, I see that like all the time, like to your point, even with these two, like where someone's just not in the Marvel universe or that universe, and then they get hired and the world is like 
what? Like, that's the last person I would think could play this part. But look, people get hired for a reason. The studios know what they're doing. And then you see the movie and you're like, oh, well, this is obvious. This person's great at this. So to your point, it's almost like transforming someone then. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know what comes. I mean, when people are cast, obviously, I mean, not that I would ever kind of like know that that that. I, I just wonder sometimes whether the physicality now is is becoming a little bit more prevalent and a little bit more kind of um, mm, he's an amazing actor, but he just doesn't look the way we need him to look. So would 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 a studio compromise talent over physicality or would they kind of prefer talent and then transform the physicality? It's a real it's a real kind of like, yeah, it's a real tough question. I, I wonder I wonder how they kind of like go about it. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting, right, because someone might look the part but not be the right talent and vice versa, so that's... Yeah, completely, and, you know, and I don't know, not that I've seen it myself, because I'm always just in awe of the people that I kind of, like, watch who I've trained, and then their talent is just, like, you know, phenomenal. I mean, they're, they're phenomenally talented people, and um, and that's the reason why they're portraying these particular characters, and they're at the top of their game. And if, yeah. they weren't, if they weren't actors, and I've kind of said this before, if they weren't actors, they would be at the top of the game at something else, because it's, there is a huge mentality there of, um, of of what they are kind of like capable of kind of like doing. And um, if they're not an actor, then they could be an athlete, could be a soccer player, an NFL player, basketball player. You know, you, you do kind of you do see you do see kind of like that mentality within them. Yeah. Look, it's a lot of hard work, you know, just. And the sitting around for hours during a shoot like this, just or doing the same scene like for two days straight, it's that's a lot of hard work. Yeah, mentally as well as physically, yeah. it's a lot. Of, yeah, and things go wrong along the way. You know, there's never it's never kind of like just kind of like cut and dry. You know, things kind of like go wrong, and we have to contend with other little things, like niggles and a few kind of like injuries we have to contend with, or kind of like you know, there's there's all the other things, um, nature. Um, where, you know, you, you can be, you can be rained off and then you're, then you're sat doing things for long periods of time. And then there's other things you work in long periods of nights. So, um, that could be, that's a massive factor working like a lot of nights is very, very tough because it just alters kind of like, you know, your, the rhythm of where you work. And now, now everything's kind of like done in the day and you go to go to what I always find that the most peculiar thing when I, when I've worked on like a, a lot of movie sets and I kind of like, you go to work at kind of like six o'clock in the evening and everybody the first thing I just everybody goes morning and it's like okay and then and then it's like six o'clock and they're serving breakfast and it's like mm, um yeah so you've got so they're treating yeah. the day they're treating the night as if it's a day and it's, and it's very very peculiar yeah that's strange how do you know my friend Adela King as from ladies of London and did um, you watch ladies of London when it was on tv well I think I was, had to I, I had no choice it's kind of like, it's like I, 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 you know, I dip into, I dip in and out of a lot of that kind of like TV and a lot of that genre. Um, I spend a lot of time in the States as well. So, oh, you do? Um, okay. Yeah. So I kind of like, I'm, I, I'm in and out of that kind of like, that kind of like that TV, all that TV kind of like genre. I find it very interesting and very kind of like weirdly addictive. Like, I mean, the, like, yeah. That, I mean, that scenario, I know, I know, I mean, and from, I think, from my first kind of like when I first came to London, um, I knew probably a lot of those, um, a lot of those ladies. 
in that TV show from when I first kind of like frequented and started being, you know, um, in the minority trainer in London. So, and I, and I knew um, Adela then, who's in, who's kind of in that show. And I trained her for a lot, a lot of years, a lot of years. And we became kind of like, you know, we became like, kind of like great. Um, we kept in contact and we went in, in different directions and, you know, and, and unfortunately I couldn't keep hold of a lot of the clients that I had um, in London at that time, uh, just because I was just dragged away on, on film projects. So yeah. I lost, I lost a lot of, I lost a lot of those kind of like um, ladies from London. Did you know like Carolyn Stansberry, Sophie Stansberry? I think they all know each other. I think they yeah. all know each other. Not personally, but you know, you, they, they they all talk about each other. They all know each other. There's always there's always you know there was always like um, you know something. I, I was around those days, and like I said, I was a minority. I was a minority trainer in the middle of that kind of like that London set. So it was very, very, very prevalent that it was kind of like maybe the in vogue thing to maybe like have a trainer then. Yeah. And that's that's where I kind of like, yeah. And I cut my teeth with like a lot of those girls. And um, and yeah, it's it was tough. And and they, you know, they they were part of uh, part of, um, you know, my life in the very, very beginning, like growing up and and um, and they kind of like molded me probably into the um, into the kind of like the the trainer that I kind of am now, which is probably great because it makes me kind of like quite tolerant. Who's more difficult to train these superheroes, these Daniel Craig's or these ladies of London? Oh, any of those, only those ladies. It's just like nightmare. I could, like, I, I can remember in the beginning, it's like, you know, making an appointment sometimes them, you know, running late. Something's kind of, something's kind of like, um, something's kind of like come up, um, or, Oh my God, I'm running late in my pedicure. It's like, oh, we can only do 30 minutes because I, I, I have to be at the hairdressers. And it was just like crazy. And I was, you know, but again, you just get, like I say, you, you adapt, you adapt to it and you kind of like, you, you then start to figure out and it's like, okay, now I've got like um, these particular people in London that need efficiency they haven't got long hours. I need to design programs that are kind of like fast, efficient, intense, get the results, and they're very happy. And so, they all want to look as good as possible. And they all want to look amazing for doing next to nothing. Yeah. But they soon learn, like everyone does. You, you know, you have to earn it. And that's the main thing. You do have to earn your physique. And no matter what, you know, you can't, you can't buy a body. It's impossible. You have to put in the hours. You have to sweat like everyone else. You've got to be, go through a little tiny amount of pain like anyone else. But then on the other side of it, you know, you um, you reap you reap the benefits. Is there a better time? I mean, I'm a I wake up, I do an hour of coffee, and then I work out. Like I, for me, it's all about the morning. I can never imagine working out at night. Like, is there a better time of the day to work out for results? Or no, that's just all bullshit, and it's all the, the same. Best- the best time to work out is when you're working out. That is my kind of like, that is my kind of like mon- mantra. Maybe not mantra, maybe like motto. The best time to work out is when you're working out. So because like I said before, we all, we're all so busy, things come up. And if, you know, for instance, if you've kind of got a, a phone call you've got to take and you're having your hours coffee and then it's your workout, but you're kind of like, your, you know, a family member calls, 
can't go, oh, well, I've missed my workout window. You just wouldn't do that. It would just then, well, okay, I'm working out at lunchtime. So, right. like I said, you, you know, but if that kind of like, if that kind of like suits you and that's a good structure for you, then that's the best time for you. Many people, many, many people really don't like working out in the morning. They like to kind of like, they have more of a lying and kind of like, then kind of like want to work out in the evening. And all depends. Then people at work, you know, people, you know, like um, doing, you know, doing a, an eight to four or a nine to five, you, you've got to fit it within the day. Some people can only work out on their lunch break. Um, some people after work. Yeah. It, it just, like I said, the best time to work out is actually when you're working out. But and if you have always try and find a slot, I always think always try and kind of like find that kind of like you don't have to never have a time in your head. I think that's that's the, the psychology of that is kind of like if you do 15 minutes, it all adds up at the end. So look at the whole of the week rather than just looking at the day. That makes sense. I, that's what I try to do. And if you have a bad workout like today, I had a bad workout. It sucked. Just get over it. That happens. And tomorrow will be great. There's no such thing as a bad workout. You can't. There's no such thing. You've worked out. You know. You kind of. Like, you've, you've just told me that. Which so the the, the euphoria like coming out of you. Like oh my god, I've had a bad workout. It's like it's it's done something for you. True. And speaking of that, on that effect, the mind. So like, what is your advice for people now? Like kind of let's bring it full circle for where we first started. You know, like people are home, like the first half of quarantine, I did nothing. I was like, I can't do a home workout. I, I live in New York. I live in an apartment. Whereas I, I, I've changed that like three weeks in. I'm like, I don't think this is ending soon. And then I started my home workouts. Like what advice do you have for people now? A, that are losing their minds. They're depressed. And they're just not used to these at-home workouts. Well, at, the great thing is about the at-home workout. It's forcing you into kind of like um, diversity. And that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing. So you're doing something a little bit different. And that's great because if you've totally. got diversity, then you're going to get adaptation and you're going to and you're going to kind of like you're going to come out of it looking like um, a little bit different. You're not doing the regular thing that you used to do. And, you know, being in being in New York, I mean, I know all that kind of like New York kind of thing from from Barry's boot camp to Soul Cycle to kind of like, you know, and I do I do all those myself when I'm there just because I need to kind of like diversify. I want to do something different. I want to learn. So again, it's kind of like it's forcing us to be, um, number one, being kind of like very um, innovation. So we're being innovative. So we're kind of like, we're having to come up with our own plans and we're seeing hundreds, hundreds and hundreds, we're being bombarded with information at the moment. But again, Find something that kind of like you design yourself that works for you and enjoy and enjoy the design aspect of it. You know, that's the, that's a great mental stimulation, like design it for you. Keep it kind of like keep it kind of like very, very kind of like simple and just do something every day that makes you feel better. And that's the main thing. So you could do kind of like Monday and, and kind of go, OK, Monday abs, 15 minutes, like Tuesday legs, Wednesday, I'm going to like do a, a full kind of like upper body burn. So. Use, use your own kind of like use, use the toolbox that the world is providing with all this free information and kind of like and, and come up with your own kind of like plan. Because it's actually quite um, it's nice and it's actually nice and, it, and it's enjoyable to design something for yourself. So write it down and kind of like stick it on the fridge. And that's my seven. That's my kind of like seven day plan. And I'm going to kind of like and I'm going to stick to it. And, and why not become your own trainer? That's true. No, I mean, and. I, my first few days to your point, 
I wasn't interested in what I was doing, but I've never, I haven't been as sore as I was those first three days in like, I mean, I did these workouts and I'm like, what the hell is this? This is not what I'm used to. It, where's my, and I, I guess I was just doing things I would never have done otherwise. Cause I was so sore for like a week and I'm like, well, this is good. Yeah. And, 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 and that's it. And that's the great thing about it. And, you know, and you've got all these little things in your apartment or your home, you know, everyone's got a chair know or, or a bench that you can you know you, you can kind of like you can you can use and, and different kind of like use different tools and like i said like you know innovation is kind of like a great thing but i mean the thing is what i'm just trying to do at the minute I, and again i'm just trying to always be what do people want now and i still think that we think we've got lots of time on our hands but we still need to write it down because we find every excuse of not to do the workout that we want to do so write it down with a time, you know, do your five, four, three, two, one. Right now I'm going to work out and then um, and do just just pick things that suit you and are relevant to you. Don't try and do workouts that are kind of just like absolutely insane or, you know, or like those workouts that I used to kind of do. What they call it? insanity. I remember like trying like a few of those insanity workouts. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Just crazy. Don't do, and, the cra- don't do the crazy workouts. Do the do the, the simple ones that suit you. And what about mentally? You know, which I think is the key to this time. Like, any advice for people mentally on how to get through the rest of quarantine, whether it be a month, two months? Let's hope it's not more than that. Yeah. Well, I, I think communicating is like 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 now. You know, we're all finding different ways of communicating and. Um, you know, we're kind of like we're, we're, we're most people are probably like reading more and maybe like and, and again, um, I'm very, I'm very much like just taking my, myself um, out of a out of space and, and just like doing what, like I said to before, doing like the check and just making sure that, you you know, you do feel all like kind of like mentally and you can kind yeah. of smile. you can smile. And, you know, and I think, you know, laughter, biggest thing. So utilizing all the emotions that we kind of like have and you're going to go through all these emotions and. You know, we're not used to we're not used to isolation. So I think and again, like using 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 tools like films, for instance, like you mentioned before, like with like rom coms and stuff like that. So we all need to kind of like laugh. We all need to cry. We all need to kind of like think, you know, we all need to we all need to kind of like we all we maybe need to kind of like argue and vent. So we still need to do all those kind of like things. I think probably people are arguing and venting more than the, the percentage of that are probably a little bit um, more than the kind of like than the laughter at the minute. But um yeah, I think just making sure that we do check that we all we've all still got those emotions within us. And we'll get through this. I mean, we are getting through this, you know. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're humans. We're, we kind of like you know we we will we'll improvise and we'll adapt and and that's what will happen. We'll 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 come through. We'll come through it. And whatever way we do, hopefully, like we said, we'll become more compassionate. And hopefully, it'll be over soon. Yes. That's my hope. Is there anything you want to leave us with that you feel like we haven't touched upon, that we haven't covered? Not at all. I think kind of like, you know, it's just a nice, it's just, it's nice to be able to kind of like, you know, chat about, I mean, how, you know, films and fitness and and all these different kind of like aspects can be, you know, inspiring. And I think that's the main thing is that use, you know, use all these, especially at the minute, use all the, um, all those professionals out there as um as inspiration to kind of like um to get you to the place the way you want to be i think so too and where can we find you online on instagram where can people find you 
Well, it's just me, just Simon Waterson performance um, is kind of like my um, Instagram. And I'm just, you know, I'm just finding my feet with kind of like all that, like like with a, a lot of people. And um, I'm just going to start now posting some good, like little kind of like 10 minute kind of like workouts, like um, 10 exercises, 10 minutes, no excuses, that kind of like that kind of like scenario. I'll be following those. Yeah. And it's just really simple, fast, efficient. Let's get to the point. Let's get it sorted. Let's get on with our day. You know, be mindful, kind of like um, a little bit of intensity, a little bit of heart rate. And um, so we're all kind of like feeling something at least. I like it. I will tell Adela, thank you. Thank you for helping set this up. She's amazing. Uh, yeah. She's, she's a, she's a nice, she's a nice girl. She's very, you know, I, um, I get on really, I get on well with her. She's a, she's a good, she's a good friend. She always has been. We like her, but I really appreciate it. I will, I will connect with you online. I'll tell you when this is coming out. Perfect. Thank you Perfect. so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a great day. And you take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.